We told you about Gaia Provides a couple months ago. Gaia Provides is back. They are a holistic small batch company crafting quality, lab-tested, hemp-based health and wellness products for pets. Kaplan, you've been giving it to Pancakes, Kaplan. Pancakes the dog over the last (laughs) few months. How's she doing? Yeah, she loves these. Uh, I give her the beef liver flavor, the ones for small dogs. Um, And I give her a half a treat in the morning, a half a treat at night, and she loves them. They're delicious. She always barks for them. Uh, She's a, she's a, you know, my dog's a little dog. She's a mental patient, I like to say. She's a lovable mental patient. So she's always, she's always uh, stressed out, neurotic, just like me about something. But these, these make her chill. They calm her down. Uh, She does, obviously, you know, she's in a wheelchair. She has a lot of uh, discomfort uh, naturally. And these definitely help. Uh, I definitely see, a, you know, she's has a high quality of life because of uh, we take good care of her over here. And these are a key part of our daily routine. So we love guy provides over here in the Kaplan household. And all these products cap are THC free. They do not have THC, which makes them safe for your pets. And I know pancakes is always scared. Of all those fireworks you have in Long Island City, Queens, right there on the East River. They're shooting them off all the time. How's she doing with the fireworks once she yeah. takes this guy it provides? Yeah, when I used to be, I used to dread fireworks. I used to dread loud noises and thunderstorms. Um, but now I just enjoy them because when I give them to the pancakes, this makes it, like I said earlier, it makes her calm, makes her cool, makes her collected, makes her just sit there and enjoy life. So these. Look at that. Uh, I love they you have can enjoy drops. fireworks again. You can enjoy America again. You can enjoy <laughs> freedom again with Gaia provides everybody check out Gaia provides and use our promo code lost L O S T for a great deal. That is www.gaiaprovides.com. And, and then just so you know, they also have on top of the treats, they have these little drops you could put in the food. So if you, you know, if you want to, you can get if they don't like the treat for whatever reason, these drops are also delicious. So guy provides you're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 289. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm uh, Mordechai Kaplinski. Yes, look at that. You can find me at... TurnerSparks.com at TurnerSparks on Instagram on tour. Uh, I'll be in Australia in uh, late January, early February, two weeks at the comedy store in Sydney. Come on out to that. I will be there for two weeks, hanging out, telling jokes about Australian people and whatever (laughs) else I write. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on all social media platforms at Cap in NYC for all your real estate needs. Uh, Kaplan, on the show today, we're talking about the World Cup. We found a comedian who was at the World Cup. How about that? Yeah, it's exciting. Says I've been. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know. We didn't know. This is like a big ask. I want. We wanted to talk about this for months. I feel like talk about the World Cup. So it's very excited for this one. Yeah, but we didn't want to. We wanted firsthand knowledge. All these people are like, "Oh, I watched the World Cup. Can yeah, I come on?" We're like, so does three billion <laughs> other people in the world. Everybody turns on the TV and watches the World Cup. It's the one time. It's like. Once every four years, my dad tries out soccer for like mm. a day. And then how's and that then, go for him? 
It it always fails. This was his re- this was his final uh, review this time. It was the U.S. <laughs> he watched USA England, yeah. and he called me right after, and he goes, "You know what? I'm trying to get into this." Yeah. But zero zero tie, nobody scores the entire time. That ain't gonna cut it for me. American boomers do not like zero zero ties. They don't believe Bo- in a zero zero tie. No, boomers need scoring. They need wins or <laughs> losses. Like kids. They need scoring. Hold their attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they want World War II or Vietnam. We win <laughs> or we lose. There's no like, hey, we go out there and everybody there's, there's no, no Korea. Know. Is that the there's <laughs> no <laughs> Korea? That, that's why we never learned about the Korean War growing up in America. Do you know anything about it? <laughs> no. We don't know anything. No we knows. know there's a DMZ. We know the fat kid runs North Korea. We don't even know who runs South Korea. And uh, <laughs> that's all we learned. But World War II and Vietnam is incessant because there's a clear right. winner and a clear loser. And think about how boring the Korean War would be if you had to do it sober, like the fans of who went to this World Cup. So. And to take the analogy even further, if no one died, yes. if it was a 0-0 zero, zero tie, literally no one got shot the entire mm-hmm. war. That would it's it's even yeah. more boring. No, I went Korean to a war. sports bar in Florida with with someone to watch the U.S. one of the USA England game, and he yeah. was just annoyed. He was annoyed that I invited him. He was like, "This is boring. Why am I here? Yeah, I need yeah. goals. People Make the goals bigger. Do something." So yeah, but we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about uh, everything that uh, behind the, the World Cup in Qatar. How, how the sausage got made. Everything. Qatar, Qatar. How do you say it? Uh, before that, Kaplan, shout out. Oh, we have a new Patreon subscriber. Yeah. Who's that? I thought you'd be more excited. <laughs> I am excited. I, it's about it's actually our it's it's the first new subscriber in so long that I thought you were kidding me when you said that. Yeah, I there like, I was Uber. like, I Kaplan, I just I went over that. I was like, wow, this is really gonna blow Kaplan's mind. He's like blotty da. <laughs> I who thought cares? You just, you're butting me up, getting me excited for the episode. Well, you're no making all this true. money doing real estate now, you're screwing people over. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's a true. lot of money in that. Anyway, his name is Imar Kochukali. Imar Kochukali, welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Welcome to Patreon. Everybody else, go to patreon.com slash lost in America for $5 a month. You can be the new Amar. You can yep. get a shout out next week on this show. And uh, we you get three extra episodes a week or you get two. The- you get the good stuff is what you get. Like we, we did an, a, a, a free episode on lost America feed of what our show is like last week. Go listen to that. Yeah. And we, what, and we, what the other shows what, like, what the, the, what, the show. what the show you get on the Patreon show is like. And we talked all about our Thanksgiving plans. And I have a great story about being a, a mascot for the school Turkey trial. And I almost told it and I said, screw that. I'm not telling, giving away for free. That's yeah. for the, bu- that's for the paying customers. So you're going to get that on Patreon this week on lost in America. It's us learning about the world. Yeah. On Live from the Bunker, the Patreon show is the world learning about us. Okay, that is patreon.com slash Lost in America Kaplan. Moving on to today's episode. What do you know? So there's all this. Everything you read is the World Cup's it's problematic. It's in Qatar. They're killing people. People yeah. died. It the, seems the, like the you got off to a rough start. Sites. When yeah, the, there was like they hired slaves to build the stadiums like ten years ago. That seemed like a bad start. Well, I don't know if they so, hired them. Do you hire slaves? <laughs> you hire, I feel like they work for ad. free. <laughs> it's a good point. I'm not sure if there's a you, you run an ad like recruit. It's a trick. You don't tell them you're not paying them. I don't know how it works, but yeah, they built these stadiums were being built in the heat because they couldn't do it in the summer. That was the first problem. It's too hot to play soccer in the summer in 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 the Middle East apparently. So. That was the first thing. Then they got all these, uh, you know, people to go around the world to go to this World Cup. And when they got there, they pulled the old bait and switch and said, there's no alcohol. 
Right. We learned. Oh, they that. got people from around the. They didn't get them yeah. to go around the world. <laughs> they got them to come from around the world right. to well, Qatar. That's, to that's watch all you got. You need fans, right? Yeah. And they said, "Hey, there's going to be a lot of booze," and then there's no booze. And then, um, and then, but I did read that they allowed Israelis to go to Qatar for the first time. I don't know. Is ever the right word? I don't I'm know not sure. It, I mean, I know because we used to do a film festival. I'm wearing the shirt today for the Tribeca Film Festival in Doha. And they used to, I used to hear that like people with an Israeli passport couldn't get in. They needed to like use. So I don't know if they changed the rule at some point. But yeah, they did allow Israelis to come. Um, and then I've seen videos that they've been like harassing all the Israelis that are there. It was like a little another another bait and switch. So or like a lot of the journalists have been harassed by fans. So it's it's and you can't we do know you can't um, you can't be gay at this World Cup. I know it's being gay is, is common at the World Cup. That's why yeah. I think it's why a lot of men go because it's they don't go for the ties. Now, is know? it like being a Jewish? You can be gay, but you'll get harassed or you or it's even a level beyond Jewish. <laughs> I think it's a level behind. I don't think it's like, oh, I think if you're being gay, you might end up in the, in the prison. If you're I think that's one of, the, one of the rules. You're not allowed to date. You're not allowed to have sex outside of your, you know, there's no hooking up. I think it's not allowed. In the, what? In the, really? These are the laws of the country, I believe. So you it's can't not, date. No one's allowed to date. And Even a, a different sex? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't wow. Unless you're married. So you can have a date night with your wife. That's allowed, I believe. All right. Well, our but, guest uh, today yeah. went to the World Cup. He's Israeli. He lives in the United States of America. He's a stand-up comedian. Uh, tours all over the place. Everybody, uh, Eric Angel, welcome to the show. First, I want to start by how did we do in that synopsis? <laughs> what what, what place, did we get sorry. right? What did we get trying wrong? To, trying to go fast. Uh, hi. Uh, well, uh, pretty good, pretty good. 80, 85% uh, right, most of the things you said. That's our average hit rate. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to be positive with you guys to, to have a positive <laughs> uh, start. But a uh, few things. Uh, alcohol. Uh, you know, it's a Muslim uh, country. You cannot, there is no bars there. So there's no, uh, you cannot drink uh, alcohol on the streets. Basically, uh, in Qatar, if you want to all the the nightlife, it's in the uh, fancy hotels. Mm, they have uh, bars, sports bars, restaurants, and there it's it's like a different country. You can go if you're not a local. You can you can show all your passport or your uh, passport uh, fan that they give you in the World Cup. And inside, it's insane. It's crazy Ooh. expensive, but uh, you can drink alcohol. What was International the, the thing, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. International waters. What the fucked up thing was that they promised the authorities there that they will sell uh, beer near the stadiums before the games. Mm. And two days before it started, they said, "Ah, by the way, it's not going to happen." So <laughs> you know. So, but you again, there was also fan zone that you could buy. It cost something like. Uh, you know, my my sizes for uh, like for a pint for a beer, it costs like I don't know, almost twenty bucks. Not twenty bucks, maybe seventeen bucks, eighteen bucks. It was very expensive. It was very very expensive. So this is about the beer. What else you said about ah about? By the way, I think behind the uh, closed doors there, you can be whatever you want. Mm. I think you can get whatever you you need. Good news for really... Kaplan. G- good news for the gay hooligans out there. As long as it's behind <laughs> yeah. closed doors, don't tell his wife. <laughs> the, fir- the, the first few days I was traveling before the games and I was airdropped three times by men, uh, pictures by men. I never had, <laughs> no dick pics, but all kind of hairy Iranian people that <laughs> like uh, a, a white, hairy, uh, old Jews. I, I don't know. Wait, they did it intentionally? Uh, like it wasn't an accidental airdrop? 
This is. I think so. You know, I was in the shuttle suddenly. I said, "Somebody's aired." It's, it's never happened to me before. <laughs> so I was just thinking. So some guy sent me his uh, is like uh, Instagram uh, homepage Whoa. to look for him, and it happened to me three times. Wow! I was very flattered. Yeah, yeah. I still got it. But uh, so <laughs> so. So that's so the new way. Are. That's the new way. That's the way to hit on people while not doing. Because Kaplan claims no one's allowed to date <laughs> anyone in the whole country, which doesn't add up to me. But maybe that's the way to do it. If it's illegal to hit on someone, then yeah. you have to do <laughs> it. Airdrop it. Airdrop it. Or Harry Jackson. Is it a mass? Like, did everybody get the same airdrop? Because I would go for the. I'd, I'd make it a numbers, numbers. game. Right. Yeah, if it were me, I'd airdrop it's like the whole cold calling. You got to do 100 to get one hit. You know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. It happened to me only the f- first few days before the games that I was just traveling around Qatar. It didn't happen to me after. I was very disappointed <laughs> because I got used to, you know, right. the yeah, attention. confidence builder. Uh, <laughs> but maybe I, do, I have no clue. It never happened to me in my life. And this is my luck, you know. The airdrop I'm getting is like hairy Iranian guys <laughs> that's interesting uh, in my uh, old ass. Uh, Israelis. I'm an Israeli. Basically, you can go to Israel uh, as an Israeli for many years. Okay. You, you're held right in the festival, but you need some kind of someone from there to invite you. You need a sponsor. Oh, you need a sponsor. What you, yeah. So this time, the sponsor was like FIFA, basically. Ah, so FIFA sponsored uh, the Jews. Okay. Yeah. It's not not the Jews, Israel, the Israelis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everybody, it's called Haya. You have some uh, kind of a passport that you had to apply to, and it's like your passport there. You, you cannot go on the flight without showing that you've been approved. Because you can't just use the and, Israeli passport normally, is what you're saying. But if you're someone... No, you can. You know, I use, I still have only Israeli passport, but uh, I had to show also my fans' passport, right. my Qatarian, you know, World Cup uh, uh, passport. But uh, Israelis are not exactly, uh, people are not exactly excited about Israel there. I've never been in a place with so many Palestine uh, Palestine uh, flags all over. And, At the World uh, Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah because you can't of, protest. You can't do a gay f- the L- the LBGTQ rainbow flag. That's a lot, that's illegal, right? Yeah, but, illegal. But the free Palestine flag, people, that's, that's definitely allowed. <laughs> they promised that everybody is welcome. Everybody can go inside, but then people came to the security check and they they just took from them hats with the. You know, the gay color, the gay flags color. So few people had to take off their shirts. It's f- totally fucked up. Took off their know, shirts? Really... Oh, because the shirt was yeah, yeah. like a, like a rainbow shirt. shirt. Like a rainbow shirt? Rainbow shirt, something like that. You know, it's stupid because like Senegal flag, it's almost a rainbow shirt. You know? so, <laughs> and they advanced exactly to the round of 16, Senegal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really crazy. And Israelis, basically, I felt very safe there. I had no no problem. There was few uh, media people from Israel that tried to do like some kind of uh, provocations. Right. So of course they they got you know mud in their face. Right. That's what I was. And, those are the videos uh, I was seeing. I was seeing a lot of like they would interview someone and then say, "Oh, but they'd say, where are you from?'" And then they'd say, "Well, from Israel." And then the person would like flip out on them. So I did. Yeah. yeah. It, it maybe some of it was set up a little bit. I don't know. But then there was yeah. yeah. There was some comedian that came from Israel. He likes to do provocations in different places in the world. And he's doing things not exactly the higher level of comedy between us. <laughs> and uh, he did all kind of, you know, he came to some guy from Sudan and he said, oh man, I think you clean my house and all kind, uh, all mm, kind of really not funny not stuff. Not a great bit. <laughs> and some Iranian lady journalist uh, found a short video from him in the army and she, uplo- she, she tweeted that his face 
with his short video from the army, she decided he's a mass murderer or something. And this guy, uh, the authorities in Israel connected him and told him, you're flying back home now. They got him out before something would happen to him? Yeah. So he was kind of a bad comedian. And his penalty was about to be to be Doing hacky, (laughs) racist bits. And... And, but then she also just because isn't everyone in the military at some point in Israel? It's very uh, good question. Yeah, nine, I I wasn't in there in the military. Yeah, uh, the salary the salary wasn't uh, good enough. But <laughs> no, but nineteen. Yeah, but this is it is exactly what I thought. Everybody was basically in the army. Yeah, but yeah, but because what he did and basically those actions made all of us in risk. So I the last few days there. I just was from Germany, mm. you know, because oh, that's, oh. A, that's a funny. Uh, <laughs> you put a, <laughs> yeah. Did you do? Because Americans used to always put a uh, Canadian flag on their backpack because they were real uh, lame. Oh, really? I think. But when, yeah, like, during but the was, Bush years, when they'd be but like, there was no real danger out there for us. No, they're just embarrassed. It wasn't like they didn't want to say I was. They from They were like, I don't like George Bush. Eh. Uh, but I lived in China for yeah. a, a, a while, and at one point, the Chinese government got upset with the Canadian government, and Canadians were putting American flags on their backpack. <laughs> and I'm like, "Here we go! Now it's happening." Yeah. But anyway, so you you an Israeli um, putting a, a a German flag is is interesting. You're right. Yeah. First of all, I I didn't put a German flag. Just people were asking me. But you know, as we say in our comedy world, we, I I was reading the room. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, when they sent me, I came there as a journalist. I worked for an Israeli magazine there. And one day I was in a waiting list for Argentina, Saudi Arabia, and they sent me to sit with the, with the Saudis. I was sitting with them and it was amazing. And I was still with my tag and it was where I'm from. And, you know, it's the ISR. It's not all the country, but I was just had a lot of fun to beat with them Argentina and Messi. It was so much wow. fun. Oh. But I didn't start to ask them where what's going on and you know, because it was crazy. They could you know, I don't know what to do to me, but Yeah, you're not bringing up politics in that situation. You're just having yeah, fun. I was just having fun, you know, because yeah. it's also stupid. Somebody can say, Are you from Israel? You know, he's he's beating you up. What are you talking about? I'm the government. I'm not connected to I'm even you know, I live in New York. I haven't been I never been in the army. I'm against about so many things, you know. Also, it's a coin with two. Never mind. Yeah, people there, the hate, hate, hate. It's it's scary in one point. It's also tiring that you know that in every second you can be in danger. I didn't like that in, in the end. Mm. Yeah. So how long did you stay? I was twelve days there. Oh, twelve days, and yeah, w- it seems like most of your interactions were pretty good, right, with people from other countries. I- I had beautiful, beautiful uh, conversations there. I spoke with some Iranian uh, guy, a student from Italy, that in the end we said next time we'll meet in Tehran or in Jerusalem. Cool. I spoke with, uh, with a Muslim guy from Canada. Uh, be- beautiful conversations, really. People that are a little bit more sophisticated and learn and saw the world, you know, it's, it's different. And yeah, most of it was good. I went to the market there. I did comedy sketches there. Uh, I have some Israeli character with a shirt in Hebrew, but I didn't do provocation. You know, I just, yeah. I just, you know, went and asked them stupid questions about what do you think the chances about Israel to win the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And, I saw those. And, and why, why Israel is not in the World Cup? I know it's kind of dumb stuff, like not connected to nothing. God, can you imagine if Israel would have qualified? That would have, <laughs> just thinking. <laughs> we did once. Ah, yeah, we did once 52 years ago. Well, the, so well, the problem so is Israel has to play in Europe. 
like if we could get peace, would Israel then be able to play in the Middle East and have a better chance? That's that. There's never going to qualify yeah. out of Europe. <laughs> but you know, many times in the Olympics, our athletes are moving forward because the guy against them doesn't want to fight them. Right when they face, so it, they, they they forfeit. Like an Iranian sumo wrestler helped, or someone will forfeit. Exactly, yeah. it help us to win <laughs> because they just because <laughs> they don't out. acknowledge it exists the country, so they have to forfeit sometimes. Like some of these, the opponent forfeits against the opponent Israel. will forfeit against the Israelis from certain countries. So, and, and yeah. Also, I think when we qualified in 1970, there was a team or two that didn't want to qualify against us, so we just move forward. Oh, that's the key. It's very good right for us draw. because we're very bad in sports. Yeah, so it evens out. It evens out. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I d- there's a question I wanted to bring up because everyone's talking about. Uh, sports washing through this Olympics, this idea that it's only been around this, this term has been around like 10 years. It's already overused, but the idea that if Qatar gets the world cup or if the Saudi Arabia, like the live golf tournament exists, it's sponsored Mm -hmm. by Saudi Arabia, then people will forget all the bad things that that country did and only focus on the sports uh, because people are idiots, but uh, or that's like the argument that they have. Right, like people are right. so dumb they can't think of two things at once. That hey, this country is yeah. bad, but also I like I like football, I like soccer, whatever. But interesting, what you just said almost makes the opposite argument that getting everyone together in the same place. And I I went to the Olympics in two thousand eight in Beijing. I had the exact same experience you did. It makes us kind of understand each other a little more on a human to human basis. I don't know. It feels like that there's a good side to this whole thing too. With the listen, uh, the first of all, yes, it's a big celebration. People from all over the world can see each other, can celebrate, can meet, can know it a little bit. But the government in Qatar, it's 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 a, it's a terrible place. You know, yes. it's slavery. It's it's a it's a live thing there. And I don't know why they're so rich. Until today, I met some Belgium uh, journalists that still uh, uh, finding all kind of, of terrible stories that happening now today. I don't know why they're bringing many people from all over the world, all kind of poor, you know, from Bangladesh and Sri Lanka and India and Pakistan, and they they let them jo- give them jobs and they don't want to pay them. Yeah. And they are they are in labor camps there. It's terrible. Listen, for me, coming as a journalist, official for FIFA, uh, with money and everything, it was amazing. Yeah. But it's a bad place. For example, I'll give you an example. The metro there, amazing metro. I, New York can just dream right. to have it's a metro It's nothing like, like New York. That. I've seen pictures. It's Oh, yeah. oh my God. It's the airport's huge. too, right? It's, yeah. yeah, it's huge. It's clean. Every two minutes, it's coming. It's easy to use. Everything. Da, 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 da. They don't sell but tickets. Bad, yeah. The day in the, before the tournament and after the tournament, you have like different cars there. There are the cars for the locals. The, it's very, it's a golden cars with like sofas. And there is uh, cars for families and kids. And there are key, there are cars for these workers, for this, you know, the, like the, the it's, it's, they, they have their own subway car, basically, is what you're saying? Their own train car? Yeah, and they don't have a shame about it because in the digital screen, they just write that this arrangement is suspended for a few weeks. So you see the people, the labor guys sitting in the gold cars cannot believe that they can sit there now. And this is really like, it's masters and slaves. Like in, in a way, it's all over the world like that. But there, 
It's very clear. Yeah, it's not like, like that, you that, know that black and white in most of the world. Or and it's a very strange place because they have like three hundred thousand citizens and two million uh, workers from you know immigrants that working for them. I, yeah, that's I how they built the stadiums. That's how they yeah they got this whole World Cup. Six thousand five hundred people. You said you cannot you cannot play by uh, soccer there in the summer, but they still build the stadiums in the summer. So all kind of young people, 20, 25 years old, just die there because you are in 120 degrees day after day after day. And they didn't pay salaries and they didn't give them a right. It's terrible. And the world doesn't care. Coca-Cola, McDonald's, FIFA, everybody's there. Everybody's celebrating. And so I, you know, I also had a lot of fun, but it's a very, very dark uh, event that some somehow bringing all the bad things in the world now to one place. Yeah, I mean, they, I, they don't so even. I have read a, that um, the re, like the idea is that you can come there, like they'll they'll lure people in with these jobs, but then your boss holds your passport essentially until the job's finished, and the job isn't finished till he says it's finished. So therefore, you become a slave. Is that kind of the way? It goes. This is yeah. This is for for what I uh, am. I'm, I'm still reading. I just got an amazing uh, book there two days before I left that they published. There is first of all, there are agents there that that promise. Uh, you know, they come into very poor areas, and people really their family selling everything they have to pay for this agent. And I'm talking about two thousand five hundred euro. You know, but this is what this family have. They send their land. And they said, when you come to Qatar, you're going to have a guarantee, work and salary. And then this young guy is landing there and there is nothing. Mm. There is nothing that was promised. And then they is, they're starting to work. I know uh, some story about a guy was suddenly start to work as a gardener for 40 days. In the end, the guy said, no, I'm not paying you. So he went to the call there and said, no, but you didn't sign a contract. And... Uh, you know, I feel that these kind of people that don't look on the, the 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 poor people as humans, I because I saw how they give them the camps that they live. I saw pictures, their kitchen, where how how many people have to live in the room. It's something that it's hard for us to understand, but it's like uh, it's cruel. It's cruelness, one hundred percent, and nobody really cares. So they just you know keep keep going. And with the subways, so it's different cars for different people. Is there other aspects of life? Because this this sounds like the 1950s in the South in the United India States. Or yeah. Water fountains and restaurants yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I, di- I didn't see it, but it's pretty clear uh, who are the masters. Yeah. Well, the locals and who are the, you know, the, 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 the slaves and, each one to his own story. I, I'm sure there are people that have a better situation there than others. Uh, but it's still happening today. It's not something that we talk how it happened. Yeah. I know that it's still happening. And uh, they said that 94% of uh, workers are brought in. I guess because yeah. no, almost no one is native Qatari, right? Yeah, the team is no, nine of the thirteen players on the team. I were, are, are the were like naturalized citizens. Like you know, they don't even have like players. <laughs> like yeah. this is also strange because they have twelve years to build a normal soccer team. Yeah. And I spoke with people about it. They invested two hundred million dollars. They brought people from Barcelona, 
and somehow they managed to build the worst mm. soccer team ever. <laughs> so, you know, on the field, you cannot bribe no one. Yeah, yeah. You and uh, you just do what you can. <laughs> and it was like... Because yeah, they're guaranteed... Is, uh, the, the host country is guaranteed to have a team. It's so hard to get up. So they're always there. And you're like not yeah, embarrassed. But they are, they are the first uh, host ever, they never, they didn't get a, even one point right. in three games, you know, and they scored only one goal. So at least that. You know, so did they not but, have a team 12 years ago? Or they just didn't have a good team? So they bought They didn't have a good team, but you, you know, in 12 years, if you walk right and you have, they have as, as much money that you, you, you can imagine, you know, money is the, the, it's not a problem. Yeah. They could build something much, much better, but something, someone did the, uh, I don't know. Someone is not going to see the light of the day, I guess, for yeah. a while. Someone is going to pay yeah. for this. I mean, yeah. They saw yeah. today uh, Saudi Arabia is paying Ronaldo, I think, 300 million pounds a year to come play. Yeah. that Maybe they'll naturalize him so he can play for them in the future. Because that's <laughs> kind of, they should have thought of that idea. Yeah. Messi, here's a new contract. So, <laughs> and, the, and, and the locals, by the way, is, you know, it's very clear. You see them there with white... They're, in, in, in the white, in like in an Arab outfit, uh, white jalabia and thing, very, very clean, very elegant. And it's very clear that they are the, they are the masters there. Mm. I don't know. Somebody told me that if you are from Qatar and you are, they want Qatar people to stay there because many people are leaving. They pay you something like 50K a year just to stay there. Wow. So I don't think that most of them work too much. Right. And, you know, that. In the other hand, the area when I stayed, my hotel was some kind of a slams place. I loved it. And it's in near my hotel was like uh, a mechanics and, uh, uh, you know, all kind of restaurants and uh, laundry, laundromat. And, but it's like uh, uh, foreign workers that it's only you don't see locals there, bottom line, in those areas. It's what so kind it's, of a place? It's a very strange place. A slams place? Is that what you said? It's not exactly a... I don't know how... Yeah, it was kind of a slam. You don't see local... Like a dump, you mean? My or like hotel a, was... What do you mean by a slam? Like a rundown or... Yeah, very rundown. Oh, like a slum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I a got slum. it. A slum. slum. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. I'm sorry. Got it. No, no problem. No, it's like a slam English, in place. <laughs> yeah. No, like... Uh, yeah, the slum. Like uh, it's... Uh, you don't see locals there. You see, it's very cheap, uh, great food. It's like India too, in a way. It's more India. And then you go 20 minutes from there, they build something like New York, but uh, on steroids. Right. Yeah. Like something <laughs> like something wild. Does everyone yeah. have to dress a certain way in the country? Or just, it's just if you're a local, that's how they prefer to dress, with the white... Uh, hood or what's the term well, you called? can't go around in like tank tops right even like do women have to dress a certain way it depends on the level of uh, your uh, how religious you are okay uh, i saw you saw you see there everything so i but you see what we're not used to see you know you see many ladies with hijab but it's just the, the jew like the jewish uh, orthodox lady they just cover their head yeah. mm-hmm. but what we don't used to see it's the burqa that they all mm-hmm. covered only the eyes is uh, yeah. So you see groups of those ladies, or you see a man sitting in a restaurant and his wife is just with her eyes and everything. And for us, it's really for me, it's really you know do whatever you want. But every time, 
And I don't think it's less sexy than any other woman. It's it's just different, you know. I don't think they fix it. Any of those ladies just, airdrop you? You didn't get an airdrop? No, Her cheek or something? <laughs> In one way, it's you know, like more tempting because you're yeah. like, ooh, I wonder ooh, what's, what's going on. What's you know, <laughs> everybody exactly. looks hot when you can only see their eyes. So, and after the pandemic, we all know how eyes are a strong thing. You know, yeah, of course. So what was your motivation to go to the World Cup? Because Israel's money, not in money, it. Money, money. Because A lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Have you been, did you go to the, la- the World Cups in the past? Did you go to Russia last time? Another great I've country? been in Russia, yeah. yeah. I've been in Russia and I did two Olympics. I did Rio and Tokyo. All as, as a journalist so, every time? Yes. For what, who, uh, for what publication? Who are you working for? Uh, it's called Makori Shon. It's an Israeli weekly uh, magazine. And... Uh, yeah, they offered me to go, and I said, you know, in the beginning, it was hard for me to decide because the, the background of this tournament, this dark background, I, I didn't feel comfortable. But then I said, you know what, maybe it will also give me a chance to talk about it and to write about it and to mention these people. And uh, I don't think it's a place I will never go back to. Mm. Uh, so it's like it's a once-in-a-lifetime adventure. This was the, the idea. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back with more. I have a ton more questions. Uh, Kaplan, but we are part of the world's smartest podcast network. That is you and me right here on Lost in America. That is Professor Andrew Heaton and the, what's his podcast called? Political Orphanage. Political Orphanage. And that is Dr. Andrew Jones-Roy, the Majoring in Everything podcast. Everybody listen to all those podcasts. Subscribe at worldsmartestpodcastnetwork.com. And now... A word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you very much, as always. Um, okay, so you went to uh, as as a as a reporter for this for this uh, Israeli magazine. Were you there to cover sports or the culture, or what part of what part of it did you did you dig into? Basically all of it, more the, the culture, like what we call to bring a color from the area, mm-hmm. uh, from the place, from the games, not exactly like what happened in each game and who scored. That wasn't yeah. the idea. And I have to tell you, everywhere I'm traveling in the world, I'm looking for a comedy scene, of course. This is how I did comedy in Russia, in, uh, in, in Tokyo, in, the, in many places that I'm traveling, and there is no comedy scene in Qatar. That's why we haven't done an episode I, yet about Qatar. <laughs> yeah. There is no, no comedy scene there. I really tried. I spoke with people from Dubai, from Bahrain, uh, from all over, because I understand they have like three subjects they can speak about. So what kind of a comedy <laughs> you can What's do What's the deal there? with oil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the deal with oil? So that was a shame. I really wanted to do comedy there, but... But you did a sketch, you said... Time. But that was yes. That was more just like yeah, I, man on the street. Yeah, I did. You know my stuff uh, a little bit when I had time. Yeah, I wish I had more time. So I did all kind of 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 things there, uh, but not comedy. Not like uh, you know going to a club and doing a set in an Arab country. That sounds exciting. Even though also four years ago in in uh, in Russia, I did a few spots. And it's also interesting because nobody is mentioning Putin, for example. Nobody's talking about the government. Mm. It's like the elephant in the room. 
it's also strange. Yeah. You know, even four years ago. Yeah. Well, maybe. Even, yeah. Even four years ago. I, I, I uh, started my comedy career in a country where you cannot talk about the government. And it was kind of a self-preservation thing as a local comedian in the scene. You don't want, if you bring up something about the government and then somebody goes and tells on you, you're not only your comedy club, but the whole scene could get shut down. So it's kind of like, Hey, everybody just, there's a million other things to talk about just so we can all continue to do comedy. Everybody keep it cool. So that could be kind of how, yeah. were you in Moscow? Yeah, I've been in Moscow. I mean, you were doing comedy there. Was it cause we know, uh, uh, Oleg Denisov Oleg. is a friend of ours just- at the steal the show comedy club Ste- in Moscow, which. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With these guys, I basically, I think, Half an hour after I landed in my hotel, I just went to look for the comedy scene there and they told me to come day after, day later, and I did and they liked me and they brought me a few more times. It was, I also, I did with them all kind of mics and stuff during the pandemic in Zoom. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good crew. Wait, I want to get, I want to get back to the alcohol thing. So (laughs) you brought it up early, but the, it feel, it seems like if you're wealthy enough, you can drink alcohol. It's like a private club type thing. Is that how? Is that kind of thing? Yeah. First of all, I didn't tell you when you land, before you pick up your suitcase, they scan your backpack or or everything to see that you're not bringing alcohol or pork to the country. I wouldn't be able to go. So between the two of us, I bring booze, uh, but I don't eat. Turner brings pork everywhere he goes. I don't drink alcohol, but I'm addicted to bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't go yeah. a day without bacon. My, I think my, uh, my like arteries and collapse. My insides would collapse. <laughs> yeah, he, I've know. been around him when he misses a bacon in a meal. He starts getting the like the shakes. He's I like, get Joe mean. <laughs> I yell at people. I yell at my yeah, wife. Really gr- <laughs> I, I need bacon. So Qatar, Qatar is not for you. It's not. For oh, I'd be you, sweating. But uh, <laughs> but it's so strange because. It never happened to me, you know. You just go to take your suitcase, yeah. and they scan your stuff to see that you didn't bring because no bacon. in Qatar Airways they give yeah. they give you alcohol in Qatar do Airways. Ha- you can drink wine and stuff. Do they have like pig that. sniffing dogs there? Like how do they? <laughs> <laughs> like, these dogs are just. <laughs> I would this have to funny. figure out no. a way to like I'd maybe make yeah. hamburger patties. That if they scan, they look like hamburger, but really it's just pure oh, bacon. Just brown. like I wonder if they have black market for for uh, pig stuff. I there. bet they you do. would have like Who a bowl. Maybe they you have. would be running like uh, teenage girls across the border with swallow. Put this in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> swallow. Swallow a plastic bag full of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> puke it up when you get across. Human yeah. trafficking. So all right. So they, now it, the, they, the bars. The, the the nightlife is in 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 in, uh, in hotels, fancy hotels there, in bars and restaurants. There you can drink, but not if you are a local. Mm. Only if you are a tourist, if you're foreigner, that show them you're a foreigner. But I've been told that there are all kind of uh, also black market of kind of kind of apartments that uh, if you into these things, you probably if you live there, so also locals going there and drink. So it's basically, I don't know, like America in the, when was it? In the 30s? That Prohibition years. Yeah. Prohibition, Prohibition years. Yeah. In the 20s. So yeah. exactly. So I, I really think there is solutions there for everything. Okay. This is what I feel. If you have money, you can get along. Yeah. Do they do like a raid where they go into a bar and check all the IDs to make sure Smell no for bacon. Or- <laughs> Give the tell the guy to pretend he's German. <laughs> 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 
Can you? Maybe I don't know. I've been I've been only one time. God, in I would bar love it to be able to know everything I'm eating. Doesn't have, I'm so sick. I'm the whiny person at the restaurant is always asking, "Is there any pork in that?" Oh, it's so annoying. Like, you go out and eat with cabbage. Yeah, <laughs> you are the best Jew ever. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one thing. <laughs> my one thing. So. <laughs> If, uh, so you did go into one of these bars and is it like in a secret room or it's just, Hey, it's in a hotel. No, no it's in a Marriott, uh, very, Marriott. very expensive um, Marriott, Marriott. How yeah, you no, say, you said uh, it right. I'm just name. surprised. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was a Trump. Yeah. No. I told you it's like a life. Uh, it's like the Vatican, just the, the hotels there. It's, they have their own uh, clubs. I've been, I, when I went there, it was full packed. You can drink whatever you want. It's very expensive. Also, the food in the back room, you can smoke cigarettes. Oh, that's and nice. There was hundreds of people from all over the world just got drunk. And it happened, I think, in many areas, in, only inside those hotels. Yeah. You cannot go outside with a beer. Right. And... Uh, yeah, and you cannot show you cannot show any kind of affection between human beings outside. Even though I saw a few times Indians men uh, going hand by hand, this is oh, part of no, their no, culture. culture right? by the way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like if you and uh, Michael and you Turner, you will be friends, Indian <laughs> friends. You will just How go weird. hand by hand. That's so weird. And it wasn't just hold hands with my guy thing. friends. Yeah. No, yeah, I've been to. Yeah, it's not a gay. If thing. any of my guy friends even touch me, and I would like. I'd be done. I mean, I'm done. We're done. <laughs> Just reach down and hold. So, from- so I saw a few times. I was surprised because I've been told there was no affection allowed. But what about? Uh, yeah. So is there ways? Are there areas where this is allowed? Like, are there like really underground brothels? Not that you went to any or anything, or like how to? Because there's a lot of guys who travel for soccer. They need some action. Yeah. Do they, is, I know for one hundred percent that there are also you can. Uh, there are ladies that were like sex workers there. Yeah. Everything is is you have it there. If you have the money, yeah. I think Women it's, of the night. it's a system that Women of the Night. I mean, that's why it's the what, World Cup yeah. industry, the World Cup and that industry go hand in hand. I would assume so. It's a lot of men. Yeah, the- and by the way, you cannot, you know, if you Google there and you see, uh, you look for like a porn website, you cannot. They block it. Mm. Yeah, a friend told me, and uh, <laughs> but you can get air, you can airdrop your pictures to anybody. No one stops that. So yeah, no, but you today, you know, it's very easy. You have a VPN, uh, you have apps yeah. that you can you can do whatever you want. So basically, if you have money, a little bit yeah. of uh, you know technology, and uh, you travel around soul. the world, you shouldn't be looking at porn. I, I agree with him on that. So no, it's not. They're not against porn. They just want you to jerk off from your imagination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. I would just Pro be Googling pictures of bacon and going to town. What? All right. So, wait. So, there's no public displays of affection in public. No PDF. I'm oh. almost for that. I really can't stand those couples that are like always yeah, the on top of each couples. Other. My wife yeah. and I could exist beautifully over there. <laughs> we we so barely right. look at each yeah. other in public. <laughs> You know, also, I was interested, I spoke with someone from Wales about how he's not uh, uh, to watch a game without drinking beer. Mm, yeah. And he said, you know what? Pretty boring. I, but I'm like, I'm drinking too much. Oh. 
So it's it's maybe it's good for me. Maybe it's good for so me. So it's, it's like we we joked about this, Turner. It's like rehab for some of these people. Well, yeah, if you're like, from Wales, absolutely. that's like the only time you get a break is the three hours <laughs> yeah. during the game. It's <laughs> it's like your vacation from drinking because the rest of the twenty four hours a day. Yeah, that's why the wives all said they they gave their husbands permission to go. They said, oh, maybe they'll clean up. Go, it's like go cold turkey for a little bit. <laughs> absolutely, such a strange place. I have to tell you. This I Qatar. also think that really. this idea. I mean, while it's born out of. Um, I guess this horrible concept that poor people are can't handle their alcohol, so we shouldn't give them any alcohol. Uh, the idea that there's only a few select number of places where you can drink alcohol probably makes those places incredibly fun because it's super concentrated. Everyone goes to the same place, right? As opposed to if there's a thousand yeah. bars around the city, it would spread out. Yeah. No, not at all. Exactly. This is where you are... Yeah, this is where the nightlife there. This is where you meet the other people. And, and then did you notice in those nightclubs or in those bars, people like making out and or, or because you can't do it in public, can you do it in those venues or still no? I believe you can. I wasn't there enough. I didn't see things like that. But yeah. I believe, uh, I believe, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I, I believe in these spaces, you can do whatever you want. Okay. You can eat, but you can't make, you know, bacon though. You can make out. No bacon. Let's and, get carried yeah. away. No bacon. Bacon, it's, you know. It's the devil. What? A, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> no, for them, I have nothing against bacon. And then what about the? Uh, I think you talked about it earlier, but the rainbow flags not allowed, right? No, no rainbow flags. What anywhere. about? It's ridiculous. Would anybody get creative and protest like like a couple colors or is there any like any like? Two days ago, somebody the first time went inside uh, in the middle of the game was running. With a flag, with the you know the rainbow, oh and for the women in Iran, he did few protests in one thing, oh. and they arrested him. And I hope he's well. I forgot to tell you another stupid thing that happened a few times. Where every time you go inside the media center and of course every stadium and stuff, you have to go through security. They were very serious about security there. Also in the airport back, we had to go to two security checkup. But very very. Uh, tough about it but they if you went inside with with the mineral water with the label it happened to me also with the yogurt with the label that it's not the official sponsor oh. they force you to take it off take oh, the label off kind of, cuz it <laughs> might you're going to be on, on TV, TV or something yeah you, you never yeah. know no well on TV <laughs> I just was you know went to the media center with the water that it's not the official sponsor of the tournament it, they got think what they're dealing with. It's it's nonsense. Like, I mean, FIFA is wow. the biggest. Like, it's the most corrupt um, uh, organization Terrible. on planet Earth. I believe. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, where's the next World Cup going to be? I mean, like North Korea. Like, what are we? Where, what are no, we? It's we here. Russia, oh, United time. States. Oh, right. <laughs> United States, Canada, and, and Mexico. Mexico. I wanted to ask you about that because to me, That's these ridiculous. world events, like the World Cup or the Olympics. Most, 75% of the fun is what you've been saying. It's getting together with people from around the world, right? All in the same city. Yeah. But we're doing the next one across three countries and like 12 cities. I don't think anywhere is going to have the vibe because it's yeah. too spread out. Like there, there'll be one or two games in New York, one or two in Toronto, one or two in Mexico City, and then Dallas, Seattle. Yeah. So it's not like anybody's going to be anywhere. But you forget that next time the, the FIFA made a very bad decision and it's not going to be 32 teams anymore. It's going to be 48 oh, oh. teams. Yeah, maybe even Israel. We might be, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, so 
I agree with you, but still, you know, 48 uh, different countries. So I'm sure it's going to be fun, but it's different. There, there is nothing like Qatar ever in the history that like uh, one, the stadium that, are, you know, that 10, 15 miles from each other, all the tournament. Yeah. It never, ha- I saw 12 games in seven days. Yeah. It's not a normal thing usually in a regular tournament. No. Oh, really? Because it's, yeah. Because they're so close to each other. Are they normal? Also in Russia, yeah. in Russia you had Moscow, but you had things that you had to fly to. Mm, same people. You know, uh, uh, in Russia it's so big. So you had to fly through a different area. So Qatar, it's one of a kind uh, about that, that it's so close. Um, what, Kaplan, you had some credit about fake fans. Did you read something about that? Oh. Oh yeah, yeah weren't yeah. a lot of the local fans not even they like I, someone told me this so it's they like they basically were like paid or like workers that they were like hiring to is that they brought people from uh, for again young people from Pakistan Pakistan yeah. from all kind of missions the first before the tournament those guys also again they I don't know exactly no I don't have the papers but they said that they brought them for they give them like uh, some horrible place to stay, three meals a day and $10 salary for a day. And they, each group was with a different country. With the, and they made like a fake environment before the tournament started. They came to the market and they started to celebrate. So you see Pakistanis from Spain, Pakistanis from oh, Brazil. Oh, to make it like there was people already arrived. So they were, and they were doing, exactly. were they doing the chants? Did they learn <laughs> every country? <laughs> ole, ole, ole. <laughs> something like that yeah i at i at first because i heard about it and suddenly i start to see them yeah and also I, I, iran the next the last uh, game from what i heard i haven't been there because it was yesterday against the united states yeah, big win they said that they brought few hundreds of those pakistanians or some kind of young workers to cheer for iran because most of the iranian uh, people in the audience were against the regime Oh, the regime. what about that so hot was... girl? Did everyone knows that one hot girl that kept showing on the TV, that Iranian? Yes, you know the one? I know who you're talking about. <laughs> was she, was I, yeah, you're telling I, me she's yeah, Pakistani? But that's a crazy thing. The whole, yeah, with the protests going on right now. They've done that at previous Olympi- so they, at Olympics. I've seen that uh, where they have. So they brought a few hundred young uh, people that like they are for the team because the others just booing them and then. The mostly Iranian did it. So, you know, that was their protest against the regime. So yeah, this was like a Qatar. It's a crazy tournament. Or FIFA hired these people kind of to save face for all these countries, just in case no fans yeah. showed up. People to sing the group. national anthem because the, the, and the fans aren't singing the national anthem as a protest or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's FIFA. I think it's this, this country. In, in this matter is the Iranian. The Iranian have, you know, oh. in the first game, the Iranian uh, players didn't sing the, yeah. the anthem. And in the second game, in the third game, they sang the end. So what? And they didn't also celebrate after they scored goals in the first game. What happened? Somebody did something to make them start singing. You yeah, know, did uh, some former player disappear or something? I read or something, something like that. Or went, no, they arrest someone, but then they release him before a game, and they just threat the families and them. Yeah, that's all. They threat that they're going to go to jail and going to have a lot of trouble. So they start to sing. You know, it's. And they have their own police there, the Iranian. They really locked the players. Their own police? Like the, their secret yeah, service? Yeah, they're coming off like some kind of... Uh, yeah, they have their own police, the Iranians. And they have jurisdiction? Like they're allowed to arrest people and stuff? 
I don't think so, but they can arrest, have arrest their own players. To keep their so players like to, in line or to keep them it. from like I see. escaping I see. or yeah. something. Kaplan, do, we're talking about so many crazy issues. You, you can, it's it sounds like Iran's going to host the next World Cup or the one after us, the way the things are going. <laughs> it's a World Cup. Like, what the hell is going yeah. on? I just like the it's idea so that if you want to be gay in Qatar, you better be Indian because no one will notice. You can only <laughs> yes, hold hands if you're cover. Indian. You're holding hands. Because <laughs> if it's two white guys or two it's, black guys holding hands, you're going to prison. But if it's two Indians, they're like, ah, it's just their culture. Let them do what they want. <laughs> I wonder if the the police people know about it because I was really surprised to see. But no you, can you hold hands if it's like a relative, like if your brothers or something? Is that a loophole? You pretend Maybe you have to show some ID. <laughs> Cap, uh, you have to show ID that your brothers and no kosher food. Did we already talk about that? I don't know what kosher. Oh yeah, food is. I read there was no kosher food. They they said there was going to be kosher food and then there wasn't. That's the, that was the other bait and switch. Is that the or was it not allowed or no, something? No, I. No, there was a there, there is kosher food there. No, I was surprised. There is a, a two uh, rabbis that came from the the rabbi of Istanbul in Turkey. Shout out. He came with his he came with his son, uh, and they had some arrangement with the Qatar Airways. They gave them a small kitchen with few workers, really? and they making sandwiches there, kosher sandwiches. And chal- yeah, the Jews have oh, to. There's a lot of know, fake news. To, I saw this on multiple people being like, you can't. They would mention they would list it on the things you can't do, and I saw multiple listed that kosher food was banned. No, I have. I have, I can even show you the. I have a pictures with the challah, oh. with the rabbi, with the challah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and there was another guy from Mexico that came there. Another rabbi, he didn't want to speak with me, mm-hmm. but he also somehow arranged a meat, kosher meat there. They did havdalah. And Mr. Kaplan, he will explain to you what is havdalah. No, it's a ceremony <laughs> in the end of the Shabbat. It's like Saturday before the candle. It smells weird. Yeah. <laughs> so before Mexico and Argentina game near the stadium, they did havdalah. <laughs> they Jews have to be annoying and to sh- come everywhere. And yeah, but they did it. There was a kosher food. If you want it, you could, you could find it. Kaplan, oh, all right. I just want to get it's your a good question. You have good questions. Cap has to leave in just a minute, but I want to get your answer on this Kaplan before you leave. And then we'll let you go. Uh, I'll, I'll stay a little long here. Real. But yeah, All right. On. So I read it's illegal. As you guys have said, it's illegal to be seen drunk, like to be drunk in public. I don't know if we brought that up yet, but be drunk in public in uh, Qatar. And if you do get caught drunk in public, it's six months in prison or an eight hundred and twenty four dollar fine. Eight twenty four. <laughs> but but if you want to drink, you can buy a hospitality package to drink at the football games, you know. And that is anywhere from $950 to $4,950. So, Cap, would you rather just get drunk on your own and pay $824 or get drunk legally and pay $950 to $5,000? So, you wait, you're telling me at the games you can get drunk if you just pay... Yeah, like, like I, a, I read there was, like, sweets. If you paid, if you wanted to get, like, a box go, oh, suite. Oh, into a suite. But oh. it was like could be anywhere from basically a thousand dollars to five thousand dollars for a suite. Was that true, Eric? The the price of the suite, I don't really know, but I don't think in that tournament you could do it. Mm. Ah, you know what? Maybe I, I heard maybe the the only the highest society really could drink during the game. Yeah, I think you're right. And it, it said yeah, it was, it's all about the money. If you have it, you can do whatever you want. A thousand to five thousand yeah. to drink at the games, or just I get would drunk do the in public. Suite. And pay $8,800. I think cheaper. I do the suite because I assume there's air conditioning in the suite too. So you're getting the alcohol, you're getting the air conditioning. And uh, I don't trust, as in Kaplan, I, I know you're saying they allow kosher food, but I don't really want to get arrested. 
over and <laughs> well, they, they probably have. I know you're talking <laughs> it's eight out of twenty four dogs. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. All right. Also, they saying that if they catch you, they're like kissing one that is not your wife. You can go for seven years to jail, but oh I don't know if it ever happened. But this would is you the- rather get caught by the uh, kissing someone who's not your wife by your wife or by the Qatari government? <laughs> 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 but, Good and then what's your uh comedy for peace i was reading about that yeah i got comedy for peace it's a project i established three years ago it's a night with the jewish and muslim comedians uh it's something i wanted to do for a long long time and uh, we're traveling america and trying to bring the communities together to to first of all to uh, to make them laugh with a very good comedy show but second of all, you know, to get to know each other a little bit better. In the end, we always have a and a We're talking about things, and uh, I love it. I love it. It's, it's, you know, it's not changing the world, but it's it is. a little bit. Sounds like it is. <laughs> yeah. What type of audiences do you get? Is it more uh, one way or the other, Jewish, Muslim, or a mix? Uh, until today, we had only one show that was basically maybe 97% Muslims in the audience. And I love that. And there is basically usually more Jews and Christians. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, we had a few shows that there was maybe even. The problem with this project until now, that the Muslims, uh, you know, they don't, it's how to collaborate with them, especially when I uh, connect them and I'm doing most of the production here. So many people doesn't care about who I am for real. The second I'm an Israeli. It's a red flag, so they're not going to talk with right. me. It's they're bad for their. I think it's bad for their careers, maybe to, or for their with their fans, or is that this is even you, you know? Americans? No, I'm not talking about the the comedians. I'm I'm talking about the organization. Oh, the organization. Oh, even if you're say, a piece, even if you wouldn't care. Well, I don't know. I, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Anything no, we. I had stories. There are a few comedians that don't want to do with me. Do it with us. We did few times, and they left. There is a Palestinian comedian in uh, the. I don't know even his name. He's based in Detroit. That he's connecting uh, the people I'm working with all the time, asking them not to do it. But uh, yeah, there is. But mostly like it, love it. I'm working with amazing Muslim comedians, also with Jewish comedians. Uh, East Coast, we have now a West Coast group, and we're traveling. Uh, I have done it in any Arab countries, or uh, uh, not yet, not yet. But I really hope. I'm really trying to to bring it to Dubai. Yeah, with the Arab Abraham uh, Accords and all that, right? Is that if that yeah, exactly. anything, You should be able to do some comedy. <laughs> we just did a. There is a group that uh, called Sharakat that they are uh, working for the next generation of Ibrahim Accords, and they came to LA and we did for them a special night in the Laugh Factory. The Comedy for Peace was performing there, yeah. and there was one from Bahrain, and, and then we spoke about. We're going to try to bring it to this area. That would be amazing to bring it to an Arab country. Really cool. That would be and amazing. So, Kai, yeah. if you stick Turner to comedy go, clubs, but no pork, so. if you stick to comedy clubs, <laughs> they don't care. They'll let you perform, right? But you're saying the private organizations get scared off when they find out you're Israeli or something. Many times, yeah. It's hard for me. I really want to collaborate more with, with also Muslim organizations or to go to areas with Muslim people. And uh, for now, until now, the, the Jewish organization are more open for, for doing it. They really, they love the idea. But the problem is many times Muslims don't feel comfortable to come to a Jewish organization mm. to sit there, you know, in a JCC or a place like that. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm looking for a solution, how to, to make it more natural and more, 
But we still had, you know, in, we've been in Detroit twice. There were many Arabs there and many Palestinians there. And we had Lebanese. And uh, That's awesome. Now we've been in, in LA. We did a show, people from Kuwait. This guy, there was some guy that followed me since my show in LA, the guy from Kuwait, sent me a list of to-do lists in Qatar. I love it, you nice. know. I, 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 said, I especially love the after show that they staying and take pictures together and talking and really going back to their communities, maybe, you know, 5% more about each other. Yeah, that's great, man. Uh, well, thank we'll you. have to do one with uh, Jews and the Blacks. We'll have to do our own comedy for Peace Store. Since the <laughs> this is what I'm doing tonight. In, uh, I'm in D.C. This is what I'm going tonight. There is a Jewish Black show oh. in uh, D.C. And I'm co-headlining there you go. With, uh, with, yeah, with the American, Black American yes. guys. So Hopefully Ky- Kyrie Irving shows up now. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, Eric, thank you so awesome, much man. for doing the show, man. Uh, best of My luck pleasure. on your show tonight. And uh, Kaplan, that's it. What should we do? On that note, get lost. Get lost, everybody. Get lost, everybody.